Hey guys, what's up? We're reporting not so live from Bones and Fofo headquarters. During the Metro Manila lockdown day one. This is behind relationship goals and we would like to be very current for tonight and we would like to talk about the coronavirus. Yes. And it's affected everybody around the world. Mm -hmm. Like no fail and of course it's affected us. It's affected us in almost every single facet of our lives. Yeah. And we felt it was very important that, you know, we share what we're going through. So that yeah. maybe others who are feeling very fearful, yes. very anxious, may also know that we're all in the same situation, feeling the same things, and most probably making the same adjustments. So what has been happening? That is the big question. One, the coronavirus, which has been spreading throughout the world rapidly. And two, countries are slowly locking down borders. Cities are being locked down. And Metro Manila is a part of that. And uh, because of social media, because of tech, there's so much information going around. Yes. Which is a good thing and a bad thing. So it's great because disseminating information is so easy. But because of the ease, misinformation is also mm -hmm. definitely an obstacle for everybody because you don't know what to believe anymore because there's so much information yeah. coming out from so many different channels and avenues, TV, social media, your messaging apps, your neighbor. It's all over the place, basically. So let's talk about first what we know because we're just like the average person. We get our information from the channels that you mentioned earlier. So from those channels and what you've read, Fofo, what do you know? Yeah, well, just to add on to what you said, it's not like we have access to classified information. Whatever the average person knows, that's also what we know. Whatever you see on Twitter, Facebook, and on TV, that is also exactly what we see. And even for us, it's been a challenge trying to figure out what are we going to believe. Yeah. So from the time that it all started up until now, I've seen that the coronavirus is something that is easily... Transmitted. S transmitted. I was yeah. going to say spreadable. <laughs> transmitted. But it's easily transmitted. And from what I've read, it's transmitted through droplets. So uh -huh. if someone sneezes yes. or coughs. I read that also. And then that c enters your own system through your own mouth, nose, eyes, or any other, your pores maybe. Uh, then you have a chance of getting infected as well. Yeah. And it seems that the older people are more susceptible to serious cases. Or those with pre-existing conditions. Yeah, it seems that way. But that doesn't mean that those who are younger or healthier or feel stronger should take it lightly because yeah. we just don't know yet. Yeah, we basically all of us don't know the capacity of the coronavirus. We don't know what damage it could do. We don't know yet how we can fully get past this. Actually, that's right. I think that's super important to know. We don't know what the end game of this whole thing is because it's just starting yeah and we're just about to get a foothold meaning we're just trying to figure out how many people are actually infected yes. what is the best mode of action that actually works will this lockdown work yeah. so before we even get to that we just wanted to, to lay the groundwork the basics of what megan and i know about it and now we'd like to talk about how it affected us yeah. So it started, I think, in January that we started hearing about a virus that was spreading in China since December. Yeah. And I'll be honest, at first, the first time I heard coronavirus, 
Um, I remembered SARS, MERS, yeah. Zika virus, those um, those other diseases or sicknesses. And I didn't really give it much thought yet because... You didn't have information. I didn't have information. It was just coming out maybe in like one news segment or two news mm-hmm. segments. So it didn't really bother me at that time yet. At that time, it was just in China, palang, I think. Yes. But the thing is, uh, I had family over for the wedding. So I was traveling yes. to Palawan with my brother and their neighbor's family. And the news came out. So I you know, I think whether we know what it is or not, bring a face mask. Like if you're going to go back to the U.S., we don't know what this is. You don't know who you could encounter at the airport, which is where a lot of people pass and a lot of surfaces are touched. Sabi ko sa kuya ko, just take extra precaution. Bring a face mask. You never know what could happen. So, dun palang sa first. Uh, so, when warning. was the time that y- the coronavirus started to concern you? When was that for you? Because during the wedding, ako hindi pa concerned. I, I would only see. For our it. wedding, no. I wasn't that concerned yet. I was more concerned for my brother who was traveling. So, when did that start for you? Um, I think it was around February when we were traveling to. Boracay for your cousin's wedding. Oh, hey. that's uh, I think that's around the same time as me. But yeah, go on. It was, I, I think it was two weeks or a week after. Two weeks week? after our wedding. Two weeks after our wedding. And since there was more news about what had been happening in China, um, they started telling people to not travel to Boracay. Because if, correct me if I'm wrong, but there were direct flights to Boracay from provinces in China. That had the virus, and they were canceling flights from there. So that was already a concern for me because I was like, if they're canceling these flights, then this must be something very big and very concerning. Same with me. So I think it started around two weeks after our wedding. There was another wedding of my cousin in Boracay. And I had heard that some of his guests had started canceling because they heard of the coronavirus possibly getting into Boracay at that time. There was just news and rumors. Mm -hmm. So shortly after that wedding, when we got back to Manila, it started spreading to neighboring Southeast Asian countries like Hong Kong started locking things down. I mean, there were travel bans that started coming up. And that's when I kind of started to take notice. And I was like, oh, wow, this is something. What is going to happen here? Yeah. I didn't know it was going to turn into this yet. Yeah. Because usually, uh, I mean, it takes a lot for something to get to this point. This is the first time this has ever happened in my life, right? In your and, life as well. In a lot of people's lives even. So it, it was a pretty, I think I would honestly say it was very fast-paced. Yung concern ng lahat because nobody saw it coming. It kind of punched everybody in the face. And then... There was a very, very quick build-up from that point because uh-huh. that was the middle of February. So within 30 days, we came back from Boracay, had a fun wedding, yeah. to now, we're in lockdown. Yeah, pretty so, fast. So, so much happened so fast. Can you imagine, like, just a month ago, we had complete freedom and now we are in, basically, we're in quarantine, if you think about it, because you never know who has the virus. And it's so just I have a complete turnaround. I have a question for you, Vaughn. So in between the time that we started getting concerned to today, day one of the lockdown, how are things for you? Like, how did things ramp up for you? How did your concern ramp up? And what did you start doing 
Well, from the moment that I found out or that I read about it in January, I was starting to be cautious already. Well, one, it's, like a, how? it's a good thing that I don't really make beso to people that I don't meet. So that's one. But the thing is, I shake hands. So I stopped doing that and I would say hi instead to avoid like contact with people. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't want to go out as much. So I would stay at home if you noticed more often than not. Okay, now that I think about it, yes. And I would rarely go out unless I really needed to. Uh Um, Basically, I didn't really see any friends because I figured it might just be best, you never know, to just not see anyone. So I think in my head, like subconsciously, I was already practicing like distancing myself from others because I was scared of catching anything. Okay. Um, for me, I have three stories to tell. Oh, inter- I don't think I've ever heard. Yeah, this. I have three stories. So the first one is jumping from the Taal volcano eruption. Because of that, we actually had ordered uh, a set of uh, just a box, a small box of masks yeah. for me, myself, Bones, and the people here in the condo. Because we're we're seven. Yeah. Here in the condo. And as concern. And the issues and the news started coming up about the coronavirus, middle of Feb till the end of Feb. I started bringing one in my bag. I wouldn't wear it yet. Yeah. But I started bringing one in my bag because the travel ban started and then the Southeast Asian government started saying, hey, um, this is getting serious. People got infected here. People got infected there. And quarantine might start. At the time in the Philippines, we weren't giving in to any of that. So the government wasn't was deciding against that. Yeah. And so that was one story. Uh, the second story is at work. Uh, at work, we're very updated with the news. We have people from GMA and they're always watching TV. News and public affairs. News and public affairs. And you could start to hear, hear rumblings about, Oi, um, we need to start not making besona. Yeah. We need to start bringing face masks when we can. Uh-huh. Especially some of the older people in our production, they would start saying, Uy, medyo nakakatakot to. So I started hearing those stories and I realized, okay, wow, this is really, really serious. Yeah. Getting serious. Okay. And the third story right before the lockdown was when all the other countries started locking down. Mm. So I, th- from, my, uh, from my knowledge, I noticed a news article of Italy locking down first. And I was like, whoa. The whole country. The yeah. whole country lockdown? Like, I started Googling it because it sounded so unreal. Yeah. It you, didn't like, sound like it was real life. Like, it was did happening they, at this like, moment. they locked down the whole country? Yeah. And then, like, there were huge numbers, like 16 million people quarantined. And I was like, how does that happen? Because you only see these things in movies. Yeah, you never think that what would happen in movies would actually happen in real life. And then, so you read that, and then you read what happened in Singapore, that Mm -hmm. people were contracting it, and then you start hearing about mortality rates. I think when you start hearing about mortality rates, that's That's when when it gets really scary. So people were coming out with numbers like 3%, 5%, 10%, and you just really don't know. Right now, I don't really know what to believe, but the fact that they're talking about mortality rates is very scary for me. So that's when I started bringing alcohol everywhere I go. Yeah. And then I would wear my mask when I have to wear my mask. Um, Avoid contact. Avoiding contact. And then on the very last week, right, uh, just last week, seven days ago, 
all work was canceled. Yeah. Every single every Production. single project no that I had. Oh yeah. No, every single project that I had abroad. Same. Same with you. I had three projects. Three canceled. projects abroad, several projects within uh, Metro the Manila Philippines. No, within the Philippines. the Philippines, everything was canceled. Yeah. And we were like, whoa. One after the other. Okay, this isn't just affecting our psyche and emotions. Yeah. This is affecting our income, our lives, our productivity. Yeah, I remember that I had a trip to Singapore. And I was Indonesia. supposed to go to Singapore in the beginning of March. So Mikael was asking me, are you still going to go? Like, are you sure? Are you, like, are you sure you're going to be safe? I was like, yeah, I'm sure it's fine. Like, I can just go in and out. And we even changed my flight that I could fly in earlier right after our supposed shoot. But a couple of hours, I would say like half a day before my flight to Singapore, the company just said, hey, for everybody's safety, we're canceling the event. And I think that was right. Because at that point, I was already kind of worried and concerned. Yeah. So I was happy they canceled it because I wasn't happy that you were going. Yeah. At Sunud Sunud, after that, my trip to Indonesia got canceled. And a lot of other work, even online work, has been postponed. So, and then a few short days after, the Philippine government uh, started moving and moving rapidly. Yeah. And that brings us to today, day one of our lockdown. And now that brings us to the lockdown and uh, the myriad of changes and adjustments that have come into our lives. It's a, I would say, a very fast change, like abrupt. It's Ab very yeah, abrupt. No, extremely sudden. Yeah, it's very abrupt. And extremely, extremely sudden. A lot of people had to adjust very, very quickly because when they announced the lockdown, which was a couple of days ago, I think we only had three or four days to adjust and prepare ourselves. Yeah. And I think that was the scariest part, I would say. Yeah. And I think that's what most people who were against the lockdown, that's what they were afraid of. Because there was so little time to prepare. Mm -hmm. There might be some panic yeah. and some overreactions. But thankfully, I didn't really hear a lot of news. I mean, yes, there was panic buying, but at least there wasn't violence. At least not the... I, yeah. I, I didn't hear any. Uh, there, because there are always pros and cons to things like this. Like, let's say, for example, they had the lockdown, like we did, and they gave people ample time to prepare. So the pros of that are, okay, we're given time to prepare. If people want to stay outside of Metro Manila, they can. If they don't want to, they can stay. The cons of that, I would say, from my perspective, is that what if somebody that was a carrier went to another city so that's also a possibility that could happen so there are always pros and cons to different things and that's the way i saw it now if it was an immediate lockdown and they said oh bukas lockdown na wala nang preparation the pros of that would be you could contain it much faster but then it might not be healthy for the mental state of your people. citizens because one people will panic they'll be like well we didn't have time to like stock up on food what's going to happen and two it you never know what could happen you never know what people's immediate reactions could be or what they could result to so it's what is the lesser evil in situations like this yeah so what happened with me was that we were taping love of my life so it was air it's been airing for around five or six weeks mm -hmm. already and we were taping all the way up until Friday. Yeah. 
Because we weren't sure. So I think the lockdown was announced Wednesday or Thursday. Friday, we still continued taping only because GMA and all the other networks, they were trying to prepare their statement, yeah. trying to prepare what was going to happen. I mean, you have they had one day. They had no two days, technically. You had Thursday and Friday to figure out what they were going to do for their hundreds and thousands of employees, yeah. contractual workers, talents. That and, includes us. And our, our line of work, we have to be out in locations. We have to be interacting with people. You're closely, as actors, you're interacting with people. You have, like, kissing scenes and whatnot. So... The, I'm glad that the networks decided to stop taping right after the announcement. Yes. Um, so the story behind that was even though we taped on Friday, I wasn't fully decided on my opinion because even I was still trying to collect information mm -hmm. to create and form my opinion on it. Um, but somewhere in the middle of the day of Friday, I texted my manager and I said, hey, you know... I know. <laughs> He's told Tita Bechai. Hey, Tita Bechai. <laughs> yeah, um, I know that we appreciate the work. Yeah. I know the work is very important for everyone here in the production, especially the staff and yeah. the crew. But it's easy for us to work again. But if we lose someone important to us, if we lose someone you know um, close to us or someone we work with, we're never going to be able to get that back. Yeah. So because of that, let's just. Let's just stop this. And it's also hard, I can imagine, because in our line of work, no work, no pay tayo. So kung wala tayong trabaho, imagine mo na lang yung ibang tao sa production namin. We have our main staff, we have our utility people, our tech team. And just so I can share, it was very scary for them. I mean, I, I'm close to a lot of the staff and the crew yeah. in my production. And... You could really see, and some of them voiced out the fear that, oh my God, this is one whole month. I mean, not everybody is prepared financially to go f one whole month exactly. without income. That is so difficult. Especially so, if you're the breadwinner of your family. You think, how am I going to put food on the table if I'm not working? Yeah, if my like, work is no work, no pay. It's not like payments stop. Okay, if you have loans, you have payments, you still have to pay them. Yeah. It does not stop because of the lockdown. So... These are these are the stories and the situations and the feelings that I encountered leading up to today, and it was very stressful. And you you yeah. could really just feel you know the the anxiety and fear of people. But at the end of the day, honestly, the goal is to take control of this virus because it's bigger than what we thought it was. Control the spread. Yeah. Because just imagine if 1 million people get infected and let's say the lowest number that I heard was 3% mortality rate, then you have, what, 30,000 people dying. That's insane. <sighs> so uh, this, is a, this is a very real situation that we are in and it calls for unprecedented moves. And this lockdown is as unprecedented as it yeah. gets. It's never happened in my lifetime. It's probably never happened in most of the listeners' lifetimes either. Yeah. I mean, it's so hard because you want what's best. But you're always going to end up losing something with whatever choice you make. Mm -hmm. Okay. But now that brings us to our current situation. We are in the lockdown right now. Yeah. Um, what are we doing? 
what is the plan? I mean, I'm so curious. I'm sure people want to know. We're locked down. At the moment, we're locked down for 30 yeah. days inside this condominium, inside this unit. We have no plans of going out. No, none. Okay, so Megan and I and everybody else who lives here, we are not going out. Yeah. Okay, we believe that um, keeping to ourselves is the best possible way for us to contribute to this situation yeah. because it's just seven less people out there in the world who could possibly contract it and eventually spread it. One mindset that I've put upon myself since all of this happened is treat yourself as if you already have the virus because based on what I've read, you can be a carrier of the coronavirus and not show any symptoms. And that's pretty scary because you don't know if you're passing it on to somebody that can't handle the virus. Yes. And that's one of the scariest things that I don't want to happen to any of us. So I'm treating it like I have it. So I'm staying away from people. Here's a crazy thing that happened just tonight. Uh, we were all having dinner, me, Megan, my brothers. And all of a sudden, stories started coming out that my brother had a girl uh, has a girlfriend who has an office mate who's sick who was in a meeting with people who were positive for coronavirus and now my sakit and the thing is that um there was a very direct trail yeah on how it connects to my brother and my brother has been with us and this happened a week ago yeah and we only found out today because it's only now that i guess the, the stories the are people coming got out. tested yeah. and the stories are coming out so good decision i think that we really do stay because we don't know yeah i mean i me i was all over the place i was working i was working for midnight express love of my life mm -hmm. i was antipolo i was in bgc and even if last week there were people getting coronavirus already they just didn't know then i don't know i don't know who i've met yeah who might you don't know what's it. happening inside i don't your know body if right i now. have it to be honest with you i don't know so the best thing that i can do is to stay here I'm beside you, mm -hmm. so. Well, let me sidetrack a bit because I think this is also um, an interesting story to tell. Because earlier this month, Saba actually bit me. Yeah. bit. Like, I was trying to yeah. take Saba away from Salem, my cat, and I was just afraid that Salem might scratch Saba in the face. So. Saba thought I was playing, sumabit yung ngipin niya sa kamay ko. Ending, we had to go to the emergency room to get a tetanus and rabies shots. This was two weeks ago, in the beginning of March, and everything was pretty chill, somewhat, at that time. And earlier, I had to get my last round of shots for rabies. Earlier today. Earlier today. It's a Sunday. And we had to go to Medical City, we had to go to hospital, and it was a very scary thing for us. Um, because obviously, the may, in the hospital you don't know. Doon. Yeah, you don't know, and you don't know if people are gonna come in through the ER who might have it. Yeah. And of course, we didn't want to contract it, so. Or we didn't want to pass it on. No, like you always have to think. Like you don't want to contract it, and you don't want to pass it on because you case don't know. you have it, yeah. Um. So we had alcohol bottles. We had two. We had uh, we had one for both of us. For both of us, and we had. Uh, face masks lying around at home so mm -hmm. we used that so we got in and got out as quick as possible but were you scared i was scared yeah. and i wasn't only scared for going to the hospital today i was also thinking about 
the past times that we were at the hospital because that was three times before today. And people were taking precaution, maybe not as serious as today. But I was scared. I was like, what if nakuha ko siya before? Or what if may napasahan ako just in case na meron ako? I don't know. Yeah, so we really just have to be careful. But that brings us to our routine. routine. So what is our careful routine in quarantine? I think one of the most important things that we should do now is to focus on ourselves since we're just at home, meaning our well-being. Yeah, so what are we doing? So I, I want to share what we've been doing. We've been washing our hands before and yes. after everything. Even though we're in this condo, uh, there are times we have to go out to throw the trash. Mm-hmm. There are times we have to buy a couple of groceries nearby. Yeah. Um, we only go out when we really, really have to. And every time someone goes out, before someone goes out, wash your hands. Bef- uh, before they come in, they have to wash their hands in the sink. Yeah. So it's just, I don't think my hands have ever been this clean. Same. Same. Right? Same. And, okay, washing hands is one thing. So before during and after we eat i haven't been touching my face at all and i have hair all over my eyes all the time i'm so afraid to put moisturizer on my face so for like the past week my face was so dry fofo (laughs) i don't know like i didn't even notice because i was just i was so conscious about it but yeah it's a real problem it's a real fear like i didn't want to like what if may nalagay ako dun sa moisturizer na lalagyan ko Yes. So, and then when we go out, as soon as we come back in, we change clothes. Yes, right away. Because so, um, I've been reading stuff online that it's a possible that droplets could be on your clothes, even in your hair, yeah. on your stuff. So we make sure that as soon as we get home, we wash the clothes right away. Yeah, or usually I go out with a hoodie and then take out the hoodie and that's what I put inside yeah. the laundry. Um, aside from that, we've... We've been lucky because some of our food delivery services, they're still ongoing. So we still have food. We don't have to worry about that yet. Yet. But yet. I mean, I was thinking, uh, Hanina, hanggang kailan ba sila magpapadala ng food sa atin? Yes. Because they can... They can stop at any time. Yeah. Because if things get worse. Yeah. So as of now, we were able to get groceries for, I would say, around two weeks is probably good yeah. for a household of seven. And then at the same time, because we're seven in the house, all seven of us have worked out today. Yeah, even Cell. Even Cell has worked out. Not at the same time because there's no space, although that would be really, really fun <laughs> to vlog. Um, so Bones and I, we worked out. My brother did yoga and then worked out. And then everybody just had their own thing. And it's just nice because uh, spirits are still high here. And that's really all you can do. And yeah. that's I, I think that's a suggestion that I can give to people. I mean, if you're quarantined, walk them on bad vibes. Because you're probably in a small space. You're just Try in your house, just in possible. your room. Yeah. Try as much as possible not to spread bad vibes and be positive. So working out, you know, that makes you happier. That releases endorphins. And then, you know, look for something happy to keep you busy. So here's an example. Yesterday. Okay. Was it? Yes, this was yesterday. Yesterday, we started our quarantine already. We were at home. Mm-hmm. We didn't go out. I have two old phones from relatives, and I had spare parts, and I fixed these iPhones. He was so happy because he was able to, you know, use his time wisely. Yeah, I literally repaired them. So I looked on the internet how to open it up. As in literally opened up the iPhone, changed the LCD, changed the battery, cleaned it up. 
with isopropyl alcohol and yeah. you know uh, I had an air blower and everything so I felt very productive I mean the two phones work now I don't know what to do with the phones I don't mm-hmm. have games to play on them so I don't know we'll see give them away sell them we'll see so yeah wash your hands that's what we've been doing we've been trying to keep our spirits up we've been working out to re- maintain our health I think that's very important that we do that and then another thing is that we have more time for gaming yeah. I'd miss the seriousness of course like it's a very serious situation but of course we're stuck at home so after working out or before working out we have time to play our games and seriously mo na nga bones masaya ka kasi gaming lang tayo ng gaming <laughs> No, because that's what we're going to do. That is the yeah, plan. Because I don't want to treat it like it's a complete vacation. Because it isn't. Because we're in quarantine, but the, th- the th- reality is we're stuck at home. So what are we going to do with our time? Yeah. But you ha- have to make sure that you make the most out of it. That you're not, that you're going to do things that are good for yourself. And that won't hurt you in the future. Yeah, don't just eat junk food or smoke out in your balcony all day. That's horrible. That's not good for your health. Uh, So yeah, we've decided basically to stay clean, work out a little bit, be happy and do fun stuff a little bit, and maybe learn a skill or two. I think that's nice. Also, another thing that we've made sure to happen in the household is we have Cell and Meng as our help here at home. But we've all made a conscious effort to lessen the load on them lessen the load on them like clean up after ourselves even more because they do all the cleaning in the house which is very tiring but since we're here all of us 24 7 and there's no time for them to actually be alone and do things more efficiently our rule is everyone needs to wash their own dishes now and wash their own clothes i've been washing i washed my first set of clothes along with bones's clothes yeah, so now Sel and Meng, what they do is they just Chill. mop and they mop the house, they make a list of the house, and they just put a little bit of things in order because ayoko mapagod sila. And after that, they just chill. They yeah. just do their own thing. They can watch their games, mm-hmm. they can watch the shows, play their games, yeah. listen to music, do whatever they want. They also work out. Yeah, so Sel works out. So it was funny because Sel and Meng were both watching me work out the first night that you weren't here. And they were like, what's that? So I gave Sel the app that I used to work out earlier. I caught her, you know, doing like her burpees and stuff. And here's another story. So Soba bit Bones inadvertently. So Soba was chasing Salem. Bones tried to catch Soba Mm -hmm. and her mouth was open. So her finger uh, got scratched. Yesterday, while Bones or a while ago, while Bones was working out, she was doing burpees, and oh as she gosh. burped down to the floor, Soba walked into her legs, and she completely just kicked Soba. Lumipad si Soba to the opposite side of the room. Lumipad, and this is when Sel and Meng were watching me, and it happened so fast. Revenge, I see. Bonizi. I didn't see Soba because I was <laughs> facing, I was facing the window because I was watching like the app and yeah, how they yeah, do yeah. it and that's nah, so, all right I felt, so, alive. I felt so bad Fofo she was crying and she was <laughs> scared of me so I had to stop my workout and come so okay her. you need to knock some sense into that dog from oh, time one to time one shot. she just wanted to play yeah but anyway um, so that is that's basically going to be our routine and even over dinner we talked about plans so we're thinking the first two weeks so a few days from now we're going to 
cook some food, maybe have a special dinner. Another day might be board game night. Another day might be vlogging day. And then we'll have more podcast days. I told Bones that I want the podcast to be a bit more regular just to keep you guys updated. Yeah. Because it's nice to be able to share the feelings of lockdown because we're all in the same situation. I mean, think about it this way. For the first time ever, almost every single household in Metro Manila is in the exact same situation. We are sharing feelings right now yeah and we have more time to actually podcast because we're just at home so it's about being efficient everything we're feeling right now is everything that other people are most probably feeling as well right so we're all in this together honestly i was telling fofo the other so many ways like while while we were resting just before going to bed i was like fofo i'm so scared like and just being around family has really helped. But hopefully with the podcast, like if you feel that you're kasama or someone to talk to, hopefully that this pod this podcast can help you feel like you have some company. Yeah. And as we wind down this episode, uh, there are a couple of concerns which I don't think we were able to address earlier. Okay. And I'd like to bring it up. Um I heard that the delivery of goods in and out of Metro Manila will continue. Okay, yes. I heard that so as well. I hope that that is true because a shortage of goods is something that could possibly incite panic and mm-hmm. fear. Mm-hmm. So hopefully we're able to do that. Um, I'm also worried about the borders and how these checkpoints are going to be controlled. I saw earlier a video of a bus being stopped by the military checking up and they checked everyone in the bus. They gave great reminders to the bus driver na hey, medyo sobra dun sa capacity na inaalaw natin sa ngayon for transportation. Oh, okay. So they're constantly reminding the conductors and the drivers of the public vehicles now you we need to lessen the load of people and everybody needs to be safe they also inform the people what the current coronavirus is and how it can be spread and how you can be safe in this situation so that's based off one video that i watched and hopefully that goes for all checkpoints throughout metro manila and the borders yes and at the same time this is just day one and you know when it comes to things like this day one is usually the easiest because it's the time that you have so much more. It's the time that you have the most supplies, mm-hmm. the most resources. So as this lockdown uh, drags on, that's when our personalities and our character will be tested. Yeah. Because when resources start to feel short and you start to feel more fear and anxiety, yeah. um, that's that when is when the true colors will show. Mm-hmm. And hopefully that we can help each other out. Let's so. be a guiding force for each other. Yeah, so we'll keep everyone updated because it's always nice to know, you know, um, what we're all what feeling. everybody else is feeling. But for now, I hope you guys can all come up with your own routine, uh, find positive vibes to look forward to, and good luck to the whole world. Stay safe, everyone. Stay healthy. Stay clean. Yeah. All right. We'll talk to you guys next time. We'll see how life in the condo full of men and bonizi is like okay bye guys see ya bye stay safe